hello and welcome back to the second take of it's easy with breezy's technical <laughs> some technical difficulties so lord let's hope this go through i am your host breezy i have adriana in the house and lila lila you know she's always with me um second take like we doing a movie my right. god <laughs> take two. so um we're gonna be talking about mental health and um voting um most definitely want to touch on voting we just had a uh election recently and i feel like i'm repeating myself but we just had an election recently and a lot of you guys probably wasn't aware of the election and it was a um election on a local level that um could affect a lot of you guys um, based off the people that are put in office. So I'm going to Leela give you guys a little spill about um, what the election was about, what you missed, and who's still in the runoff. And it's never a year off. There's always some kind of election going on, whether it be presidential. Every two years, we elect, um, we reelect or elect new Congress representatives. Um, you every four years, we reelect new state senators, state representatives, and on a local level, every four years, we reelect our mayor and city council so there's really never no year off so mobile and birmingham within the state of alabama recently had municipal elections on august 24th and we didn't show up y'all mobile is a majority black city and the leadership is white and what the issue is is that the black people within the city are, are we're not turning out to vote and this needs to be a city that's black led or at least half black led and have our presence felt so, um, I heard from people that they didn't know that there was an election, but when you see the yard signs pop up, just know that you should be questioning when the next election is. And so, what's the deal? I'm doing this for the second time. <laughs> so, we have runoff elections on October 5th. So, when you have these municipal elections, you need to win by 51%. And so, the big deal was a lot of people were screaming that um, the candidates in the mayor race, they were splitting the black vote. Well, I'm here, my opinion on that is if people want to run, let them run. But when you add up the voting percentage for both of the black candidates, it was not enough to beat the uh, the the current mayor who was reelected. And I just really, I'm not a fan and he's a Trump supporter. So I really wanted him to be out. The last black mayor we had was Sam Jones. And so Sandy Simpson was reelected. And with these white people, you know, some of them present well, but some of them going to do what's best for them and their community. And the Simpson family has ties to the Mayor family. And for those of you in Mobile who don't know who the Mayor family is, um, Mr. Mayor was the person. And it's M-A-E-H-E-R. I know I'm saying Mayor like the position, but... Yeah, because I'm he... thinking we're talking about the Mayor. <laughs> no, no, like no. The... Let me let me pr provide clarity. That family um, was responsible for, responsible for illegally bringing the last slaves to America. And they settled in what is now Africa Town. So do y'all research on Africa Town. You live in Mobile and you don't know what that is. Um... So there are runoff elections on October 5th for District 1, 2, and 6. If you don't know what district you live in, you can go to MyInfo, Alabama Votes, or you can just Google check Alabama voting registration, and you just have to input your name, your birthday, and you can see what your districts are on every level. And so District 1 is the Tomaville, Trinity Garden, Crichton, uh, Moffitt Road by Shelton Beach, uh area that's all district one the current city councilman is fred richardson he ran for mayor didn't win so he won't be back in that seat and the two candidates right now are cory penn and herman thomas today fred richardson endorsed herman thomas um there's these people that run that pre the the mayor kind of 
influences and persuades and convinces and supports certain people to run in some of the black districts in hope of, in hopes that these black candidates will vote in a way that they that he wants them to vote. And so <clears throat> one of the candidates, the one that I don't support, is apparently uh, one of those people that will be in the mayor's pocket if um, he is elected and, you know, the mayor funds the campaign. If you look, you can look at the finances of who donated to these campaigns. And we had people outside of Mobile donating thousands of dollars to Simpson. Um, but I'm Team Herman Thomas for District 1. That's why I love that. I voted for him and I'll vote for him again. District 2 is a controversial district. That's our district that has the downtown area in it. And y'all know downtown is being gentrified. The black people are being pushed out and the white people are moving back. The historical area in the city is in District 2. You got the bottom, the campground, Africatown, downtown. Um, and currently the incumbent is LaVon Mansi. He's been in the seat for two terms and he's running against William Carroll, who served two terms from 2004 to 2012. And um, I'm Team William. I've known him since I was 14. He's a great mentor, um, a great asset to the city. LaVon Mansi, um, he's sick, y'all. He is like awaiting his. Not sick like in the head. She said like he's sick. <laughs> he's physically like, sick. He like he's, he's, he's in, not in the. He's in the hospital know, he's right healthy. now. He's in the hospital right now. He not mental the, sick. He sick, sick is in body sick. sick. Like he's in a wheelchair, and you could be in a wheelchair and be great because we got our brother Dequel who's great, but this dude is in a wheelchair. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is in a wheelchair and has to be pushed around. He can barely stand. Okay, um, that doesn't mean the guy can't. Oh, that, that that doesn't mean that he can't lead, right? Right. But, but his campaign is being funded by all these Republicans in the city, such as Sam Cochran, who tried to sponsor who tried to sponsor the Zogby Act, which dilutes the black voting power in the city, basically. The the we have a strong city council and a weak mayor. So in order for anything to get passed, you need a five two vote. Why is Sam Cochran, who's a strong Republican supporting this Democrat? So he has a lot of these uh this I don't know if you ever heard of like the old money in Mobile. From these old white families and some of them some of it stems from slave they got their money that through that way um but yeah we have a state senator who has no legs in a wheelchair and had a baby not a state senator a u.s senator um lost her legs flying a um a black hawk in afghanistan iraq i will follow her anywhere um so it's not the fact that he's in a wheelchair it's in the fact that he it's the fact is that he's sick and i don't want to follow him um he just physically can't lead us and from what we're tracking he might be voting yes for annexation, which is going to change the voting power of, of Mobile and possibly switch us from being a Democratic to a Republican city. So, Team William, District 6 is two Republican candidates. One on, like, I'm tracking both for Trump supporters. So, y'all live in District, District 6. Um, you can do your research on those two candidates and all the candidates. Look at their campaign websites, their Facebook campaign pages, and decide who you want to vote for. Like I said, there's really... No year off. And so if you are in a district that's not voting in the runoff, encourage your family and friends who live in those districts to vote. Um, update your voter registration. You can um, vote absentee by mail or in person. Um, so first I'll say the last day to register to vote in this upcoming election is you need to be registered by September 20th. And if you want to come into the absentee ballot office um, downtown, I currently work in there actually. Um, the last day to come in and vote in person is September 28th and the last, uh, day to, uh, I'm tripping. The last day that we can receive your ballot is September 28th. The last day you can walk in and vote in person is September 30th. And so just know there's no, no year off. And after that, our next election will be in May for the primaries and we're going to be getting ready to elect new state representatives, um, and 
looking at our Congress seat. So I'll keep it short. If you have any questions about politics, elections, what that all entails, just look me up on Instagram, LilaB89, and I'm done. Okay, in the nutshell, get your ass out of boat. I just, yeah, for real though. Like, oh, so, um, yeah, I want to mention the movie again. What was the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. Fail. Um, that's not the <laughs> name of the movie. Enemy of Friends. Oh, <laughs> what is it? Enemies? Okay. Friends, friends of Enemies? Hold on. Frenemies. That's the name of the movie. Frenemies. She's um, adding stuff. That's, that's not right. No, that's not right. <laughs> 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 that's Enemies. That's the name of the movie. I'm pretty sure that's, that's not the name of the movie. Best of Enemies. It's not. Best. What is it? Keep talking. Not give it to you. Best. Oh, anyways, Taraji uh, P. Henson is in it, and there's another guy. It's based off a true story. Basically, it breaks down what the city council does or how they represent your community. So don't only just go out and vote for the presidential election because this election is more on a personal level. It will affect you more quicker or way quicker than the one that's in the, in the larger or the presidential election. So the the best of enemies. Did I not say that? Best of enemies. Yeah. I think I said that. Give me my price. Frenemies. All the same thing. All the enemy. enemy. (laughs) But it's a good movie. I recommend anybody to watch it. Um, it has its up, it has its high points, its low points, but um, it's, it's a, based off a true story. And the guy that actually um was in the action that played the role, um, the guy was the head leader of the Ku Klux Klan. So, um, in Taraji, basically, she was trying to get better housing, turned his you know people. way of thinking, which was power. It's a powerful movie. Just put it like that. Very powerful. Very um informative. So most definitely check it out. Um. And maybe you'll get out and vote when you watch it, cause that 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 motivated me, um, cause I'm I'm one of those that don't I don't really care about politics. Right. I have to care, cause I got a best friend that cares, and and if I mean I gotta listen to her, so I mean it kind of starts being instilled <laughs> in me, and it makes me want to tell you, hey, you go vote and you go vote, and you know, let you guys know that voting, um, black voters do matter, especially in Mobile, because we are the majority. So if you guys get off your lazy asses, I'm just playing. So if you guys get up, you know, and go and vote, then maybe we can make a change that will help our community um, and have a better um, outlook on life for us as a whole. Most people don't do it because they're lazy. And right. lazy is not an excuse. That's an excuse. And you can just vote absentee, you know. Yeah, you it's be so many revenues. It's so many revenues for you to vote. So just, just go do it. I mean, get your sticker and, you know, post it. You want to post everything, thing, post the voting sticker. <laughs> Yeah, dog, post some real stuff so that fake stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? I'd be happy. For real, you know. I got bone stickers in the car. So you lying to the people. (laughs) Well, I know you voted. (laughs) I know you voted. You can't. We can check voting records. (laughs) Yeah, you're pulling. You're more around here pulling that like uh like the Bible, baby. Like the commandments, baby. Thou shall not what? (laughs) Miss the vote. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's how silly is over there. All right, so since we got that out the way, you know, your little lesson for the day, um, we're going to go ahead and shift gears. We're going to talk about mental health um, because to me, mental health in the black community is like credit. It was never talked about inside of our households. Um, it's not because we didn't want to talk about it, but a lot of our parents and ancestors didn't know enough about it to actually educate us about it. Um, so, um Credit is something that some people still don't know about in the black community. Um, I have a whole nother podcast about that to kind of help you guys know what to do and how to prepare your babies 
you know, in the future with that. But um, mental illness and mental health is another thing um, because we, as human beings, we just feel like um, if we have to go speak with a doctor or something, then there's something wrong with us. That's not true. I mean, everybody needs something to cope with. You need someone to talk to outside of your friends or family, someone that's not going to judge you or, you know, use what you say against you. So, I mean, speaking to a therapist, somebody is, it, it, it helps. All right. So what is mental health? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. It's going to just give, <laughs> I'll let you give us, you know, um, a little insight of your experience or what you experienced. And, and you may not even know that you've encountered this with a person or whatnot, because again, it's something that we don't tend to talk about in the black community and it go unnoticed and it goes untreated. And um, you think about all the shootings and stuff that has happened in the years. And you know, you think, well, you know how somebody was like, well, who shot the school? You would say, oh, that's somebody white that did it. But now it's us doing it. You know what I'm saying? Normally you can tell who's doing it. You get know what I'm saying? But no, now, it's still them. Now it's, it's like, it's still them. <laughs> you never know. You know, we doing some other stuff, some hard stuff. You just never know. Right. Normally you can tell who, who, but now, I mean, that's kind of biased, but. But now you can just tell that, you know, the world has shifted because you don't know who doing what. And like I said, it, it has to do with, you know, your mental state um, in life. So um, I'll let Leela, because I know Leela, um, she's dealt with this in her family from me just knowing her, um, from a mom, from her siblings, her brothers and sisters, um, a long list of things. And in general, I feel like you can't really acknowledge your mental illness because it's seen as weakness for us it's like you know we have no choice but to be strong um the stuff right. that we've had to deal with whether they come from slavery um dealing with jim crow living in america now um you know we always have to be strong our people that's that stigma is put upon us so if you're battling with a mental illness um the stigma of being weak can be put upon you and so, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to break this. We have mental illnesses in our community, and a lot of times we ignore it because of the strong stigma and because, you know, we just pass it off as, oh, y'all know such and such is crazy. Crazy, yeah. That's and, how I meant. She crazy and mm -hmm. laughing. No. Right. It's, and it's so, a different crazy. I feel like even with, so my personal experience is, um, like, I would personally say with my mama, like, when I was growing up, we just knew to stay out of her path, stay out of her way. And we even joked about, y'all know mama crazy. Um, we, we just made it our business to stay out of her way because um, the offset of us getting in her way or making her mad would just be something you wouldn't want to deal with as a child. So um, that was that. But I, you know, learned later on that my mom was born addicted to, I think it was heroin, something my mom was using. Um... And so that can play a role in, in, in how she interacts and acts right. with us. Um, and, and yeah, and then she's unfortunately tried to commit suicide twice when I was younger and recently, like, okay, three years ago. Okay, give us a little bit about that. Like, what do you think? Because I, being that she was born, you know, addicted to heroin, there was some other triggers, like her kids. Like, I honestly feel that they drove her to that, honestly. And it just, it was in her but it kind of, you know. Oh, I mean, um, when well, when it was when she did it when we were younger, it definitely wasn't us because 
So she tried to commit suicide when you were Yeah, so background. get this story. I told you. No. And that probably meant did in a way or she crazy. You know how your mom Yeah. So background story. I'm the oldest of 10 kids. Um, the first five got whooping, second fives did did not, and they out of control. Like um, so I know you lying. <laughs> I know hey, you lying, but go ahead. are a part of life. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I I don't really think it was us. You know, honestly, she had all them kids, had had a bunch of kids. And then there were a lot of men, and so looking for love. I swear, I think one of the men triggered it. I swear it wasn't us, because we wasn't, we was, I was, by the time she did this, I was on my good stack, because I was a little bad kid. what did she do? She took pills. The same thing she did last night. Oh, she tried to overdose on pills. Yes. So, so, I mean, did y'all find her? I mean, what happened? I don't remember, but her stomach, she was able to have her stomach pumped, and it wasn't as detrimental as, like, last time, because this most recent time, you know, she didn't go to the hospital, the medicines entered her bloodstream, organs started to shut down. Well, I will say this, um, you may not have thought. But that was the kids. The second time was the kids. But you may have not thought you was part, you could have been part of it. You never know. Nah. I was about four. I was about nine. I I read books and play games. Like now, when I was six, even then. Did you do your chores? No, we was on point. (laughs) I I bet we we. I was like we was on point. I'm telling you, I think it was it was one of the men. It was one of the male men in her life. So the 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 black man, um, drove her to that point. Pretty sure. Pretty sure the first time. The second time it was the badass kids, (laughs) for Mm -hmm. sure. Because they did something. Like a door got fixed and then they broke the door again and it just she just went off. I know the fuck. And so it it was them and they knew it was them, um, and so just but that goes back to any little thing pissing her off. So yeah, it just we we it's just like growing up. I knew we tiptoed around her. We didn't ever want to set her off because sometimes it was as if she was like a ticking time bomb, a firecracker. Um, so, so what what kind of things did y'all do to kind of cope with having? A mother that you know that was something you know that was off. Like, what did you do to kind of like not make her stay out her way out? when she came home from work? <laughs> I'm in my room. Um, stayed stayed out her way. Um, I mean, me, I was involved in sports and stuff, so I had my moments where I was always gone. But um, I really but just it's crazy because I've I've been knowing Lila since I was sixth grade, and. I never got that vibe from her mom. I tell this all the time. Man. I, I don't know if the lady was putting on the Hollywood act or whatnot, but I never got that vibe from her mom. I don't know if... It could be this. Her mom had an issue with expressing her love directly to her mm-hmm. because it wasn't a moment where Shalila mom was praising her in my eyes. Like, but, 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 but I feel like love. you praising it because being able to praise me also means you you got to get credit for that to a certain. But see, extent. no, you was a little girl then. Like you wasn't, you didn't have all this stuff that you accomplished. That lady always. Mm-mm. I'm telling you not, what I experienced. Not, I was like not present at any of our stuff. Like like me for the most part, I'm gonna try and be at every kid game. But see, that's trying, different. Trying to take away the sports from us. Oh, you make her mad. Bring your ass home. You ain't staying after school. And she did that a lot to Erica. Erica, Erica had to babysit the kids a lot. She tried to cheer for a bit. Erica couldn't really do no extracurricular activities because she was also one of the babysitters and I kind of got away with doing more over Erica. And we all, we discussed this. Um, it w- And then it was the calling us bitches and hoes and stuff growing up. It was just like, so you that's hear, traumatizing. You hear so the, are you affected by that as an adult? As an adult? It, I believe you are. You I don't know. I am. 
You are. I mean, I, I want to say, are. I want to say, say I'm affected by. I, I, I say how it affected me is I know what not to do with my daughter. No, no, no. I feel like you, you hold grudges. I do. I hold grudges yes, against anybody. It is probably, no. But when you are to kid, her person, like, but when you're a kid and and you're verbally tearing down your kid, even when it wasn't me, it was my other sister who was heavy set. You calling her a fat bitch, and you and I'm witnessing this. It's like, dang, that's your daughter. Like, well, people don't but understand. That could be that could be uh, um, a side effect of disease. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's crazy. But she didn't do it with all the siblings. It was she wasn't crazy with all of us. It was just certain ones. So at that point, like now, nah, she was crazy with everybody. I mean, she probably had because my youngest, my you. youngest sister, who honestly out of all of us might be the most rogue, got everything she wanted. Never got called her name. She it's ten of us, so she had a birthday party every year. Nobody else did. So you you saw who who the favorites were, and if she if she was rogue with everybody, I'd be like yeah, but it wasn't like that with everybody. Yeah, um, like I, I like we didn't like actually the verbal stuff. I I wouldn't even say me and Erica got it the worst. It would be Makia. Why do you think she got it the worst? She looked just like her. Right, everybody say looked just like her. I don't understand. I don't know because at, at this point, so when I will say we did go to foster care and we went to foster care, Makia was a month and a half. So her godmother kind of raised her. So I, my mama has that disc, which is an excuse because she still grew inside her. But there's a disconnect of not really raising her from being an infant to, I think my mama got, she got me and Erica back. And then she got Kia and Stephanie back. I think Bakia's godmama had her for like the first three or four years of her life. So that disconnect of bonding with your child and those infant, those, those infant months. Um, but I mean, I mean, everybody can't be a mother you can have kids but it only you have that Facts. mother touch Facts. and i think with her she just somehow missed that because she didn't have it it, it came it, it's a triggering fact like she never had it but i don't know why she intended on having so many kids i think she might have had it to us it might have been kind of like what we had because my grandmother <laughs> is a little out there so it might have been similar to what we had but i didn't get i didn't have it but i but i will have it with my daughter Oh my my children! Right, because oh, I'm, gonna, I'm already no, I'm gonna have a girl with my children. Nine boy, but it it, it see that's I'm the thing. God. Like <laughs> we we don't know like we don't know what our parents endured. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it was a whole nother era when they were going. They had other stuff to worry about outside of what we what we have to face this day and age. So it could have been something we don't know what could have happened to her. You never had that conversation with her. Um, I don't think you probably will, will you? Yeah, nah. <laughs> Damn. I mean, but, I know, I think I know, I, I, from what I recall, then she saw my grandma do drugs. Um, when she came down here to stay with my, my granddaddy brought her down here from Massachusetts. Um, it wasn't too bad. She was running the street with dudes. It was, she was just out there, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, mm, I know Maybe that was stuff, just that generation. I was like, stuff. I, I was like, with yeah. well, my mom, it probably been a little rough, and that's why my granddaddy went and got her. Um, but I don't know. It's it's it is it is some mental illnesses there. But then it's just like she's great with money. You know, we never have a household that was like where you were struggling. Um, but you you still gotta provide the love for the kids. She still was a provider, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That make I mean it don't make. But you gotta. But you, but you, you want the you, gotta, you never got the building a relationship with your mom. Like people call them like we we talk with for the most part is like it's almost business. Like I talked to her today. I was like, "Hi, Devin, doing?" 
because my brother fell and busted his head for reference for the um <laughs> for the podcast Crack, fractured his skull yesterday um but i know that at this point if she just be if she's frustrated as a person i completely understand because two weeks ago you had the 15 to 18 year old fighting saturday the 18 year old sent us all a suicide text message yesterday the 15 year old busted his head so i mean at this point i hold nothing against her about what happens in modern day because them boys be they can be they stressing me out night and i'm not their parent so i mean you know i feel like we i've grown to accept her for as she is but there's some stuff that didn't occur that i will make sure it won't that won't be missing with my future kids um and that's that i mean whenever that is Yo, tell the black man to knock on uh, 40 right now. Because, <laughs> and, 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 and then Mobile, I don't know what it is with the dating scenes. That's a whole podcast right there. <laughs> I already told you so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Yeah, Britt, what's your issue? What's your uh, experience? Oh, no, we're going with you with Audrey. Because I, I had to Audrey, go first. Uh, <laughs> Whatever her name is. Cause Audriana. It's Audriana. Audriana. Mm-hmm. My experience with... Well, I used to work for Alta Point. Oh, and oh wow. so, that was a... Uh, that was... Look, I know people who've been in there, too. Uh, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like where you need... When you need that time, when you need that non-biased person, right. when you need that, you know, that therapy, that therapy, yeah, yeah. That, that therapeutic touch from somebody else, you There's know, listening, yeah. Um, I mean, it is what it is, and some of these people, and I, I can't vouch for your mom because I don't know her, mm-hmm. but just from the sound of it, you know, um, disassociation is real. Right. When you disassociate yourself. Especially from your kids, postpartum depression is real, and that lasts years. Right. You know, um, there's no telling, you know, what she endured. My mom, she's been diagnosed. So, it's kind of like, and she kind of she kind of suffered the same things that your mom kind of suffered. And yeah, and I was thinking, not just to interject there, mm-hmm. her mom had kids back to back for like yeah. 10 years. So, she really never had. She had about 34. Huh? Ten kids by the time she was thirty four. Right. Shit. So she like Lila was coming to the bus stop. Yo, mom pregnant again. I'm like, wait a minute, it's just been Hold six on, months. Let me see. Yo, mom pregnant again. Well, what? I think she had okay, so from me meeting you to us graduating from high school, she had five kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they were like back to back. So she really never got a they mental break. Yeah. She never got a mental break, so yeah, you probably would go crazy too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going crazy and I'm I got two. two. Right, you know what I'm saying? I got two. Lila don't I'm, know. She ain't got not one child. Yeah, you don't understand. It's a handful. It's a lot, and we have to take that time for ourselves. And I think that's the problem with a lot of mental patients is they don't know how to take the time for themselves or look out right. for themselves. Oh, love themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for somebody else to love to them do or it for, um, fulfill that void that they have. But again, I said this on my other podcast. No one can fill that void for you. You have to make yourself happy Mm -hmm. it's just hard to talk about i'm just gonna go through a couple signs or you know things that may be mental related some some things to be aware of um when dealing with mental illness um so with mental mental illness um you may be feeling sad or down uh you may be feeling confused thinking or reducing the ability to concentrate you can't concentrate you can't focus on one thing you can't get any tasks done 
um, excessive fears or worries or extreme feeling of guilt, meaning um, you're blaming yourself for everything that's happening in your life, even when is you're not at fault. Um, extreme mood changes, highs and lows. Basically, maybe you have a split personality. One minute you're this way, the next minute you're another way. Um, withdrawals from friends and activity. You're you're boxing everybody out. You want to be alone. You don't want to be involved in any activities or any social life. You just want to be in you know alone by yourself. That that's a big one. A lot of people do that, and most people tend to leave that person alone. But I'm here to tell you, please, please check on your family, check on your friends. Whenever you see that someone is pulling their self away from everybody, that's that's a that's a big sign there. Um, Tiredness, low energy and um, problem sleeping. Um, If you don't have the energy to do anything, you're just lifeless, basically. And you can't even sleep at night. That that's a big one as well. A lot of people mind and i said this before and i always said again a lot of people mind are so busy so they can't sleep at night because they can't really focus or concentrate on resting because they have so much other stuff going on in their head so that that's a big one as well um detachment from reality um if you're delusional um that that's a big one also being detached from reality not knowing knowing what's going on or where aware of your surroundings um the inability to cope with daily problems and stress. If you just don't want to deal with it, you want to, you feel like giving up with everything you're going through. Um, that's a sign as well. Trouble understanding and relating to situations and to people. If you're having trouble just relating or understanding different situations in life, that's, that's a big one as well. Problems with alcohol and drug use. That is a really, really big one because a lot of people, a lot of people use alcohol and drugs to help cope with their problems. They think they can drink their problems away or smoke their problems away. But the problem is with that, when you're thinking you're drinking your problems away or smoking your problems away, when when you come down off that high or when you're not, you know, drunk or whatever, that problem is still there. And it is it becomes a depression thing. You get depressed. So yeah, that's that's a big one. A lot of people I know a lot of people that that use alcohol and drugs to cope with their problems. Major changes in eating habits. Um, with this one, this one can go either way. You could um, you could stop eating. You could um, overeat. You could gain weight. You could lose weight. Either one would be you know an issue if you notice that you're eating more than you normally will or you're not eating at all um those are um some major signs there um your sex drive may change your se- your sex drive can change to where you don't want sex at all or you can have an issue to where you're sleeping with everybody trying to find or solve that problem within yourself trying to get someone to love you because you don't feel love or you're, you're battling something mental. So that that's a big one as well. A lot of people may not know that they do that, but that one as well um, is something, it's a big one. Excessive anger, hostility, and violence. Um, some people lash out and act out. Um, a lot of people do. And, and as you can see on the news and stuff, when people do these massive shootings and stuff, you see that they claim mental, which nine times out of 10 it is, but a lot of people act out in anger. 
because they don't know no other way to deal with it. And this is this last one is a really, really big one. Um, basically suicidal, suicidal thinking. And when once you got to that suicidal thinking, it's really bad. So most definitely if you are um know someone or if you're dealing with any of those symptoms or signs, most definitely um speak with someone, talk with someone. It's okay. Talk with someone that you can trust, that you can trust and let them know how you're feeling so that you can save yourself from making a bad decision, like taking your own life. You know, with the mind, like it's a lot of triggers that we, a lot of stuff that we hide and put in the closet and we just lock it up and don't think about it. But in our mind, our mind is still, you know, processing it and still waiting on you to say, hey, are you okay to, to kind of heal yourself? And, and when it pops up, things pop up and it triggers it, then it affects us in ways that we don't know how to cope with it. Right. And it's just, um, it's, it, it takes balance, you know, a lot of it takes balance. Right. And that's why I say it, it's good to talk to somebody and then like, don't, by all means, go talking to everybody, you know, especially right. people that you don't even trust with your life like don't open and let people in you know letting people in and then they giving you the wrong advice or deterring you or making you even worse i think i had that issue right like letting everybody yeah i'm just a friendly person some people (laughs) just like you too friendly but i think it's just because that you know you 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 probably was just looking for an outlet yeah and you was looking and 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 that happens you probably was looking for an outlet you go for someone to give you what you need when they probably couldn't. Right, right. You were looking in all the wrong places when, you know, one, you know, I'm, I don't know what your relationship is with God, but, you know, you talking to him and then get you somebody that knows him. Mm-hmm. Or somebody knows him, knows him. Knows him. Not yeah. just, like you know. This. Yeah. Yeah. Not just know the story, but, like, knows him. Right. And that, that would have helped um, most definitely. And it, and it, I think, like, with the kids today... It's like, it's like they're running, they, they're, they're reckless. They don't, they don't care. They don't have no remorse for nothing. They, they're just wilding, wilding, 13, 14, mm-hmm. 15, wilding. Parents don't know where they at, just wilding. And, and, and it's, it's crazy. Violence, all of that. Yeah, I feel like the, the amount of violence we have now coming from our teens is at an all-time high compared to what the violence has been in the black community from that particular generation in the past. Um, a lot of these kids are being raised not by their parents. They're being raised by TV, game, the gaming systems, and social media. Yeah. Um, and and back in the day, we had a really big village aspect in the black community. But nowadays, people be like, Mm-mm, you ain't telling my son what to do and... All this other stuff. So we we are we're losing the foundation that we had in the black community, and everything's becoming individualized. See some, say some, foundation. Because it's it's really bad. You had the sixteen year old that was just killed by a fifteen year old, and then right. um, we're on track to have a year with the most the year with the most homicides ever in the city. And then why is it so easy for them to get guns? I mean, I've yes. heard some, I've heard something about I don't know how true this is, so take it with a grain of salt. But that people are putting the guns in the community. And in the hands of people so that they can end up in the hands of the youth. Um, what people? 
Just like the war on drugs when they put drugs in the um, our community. So it could, be, it could be white people doing it. And I don't necessarily, wow. and I don't necessarily believe that it, that that's necessarily to be it. But, I mean, they just as big gun advocates as our I young mean, people. I mean, the pandemic is enough as it is. You, you take know, away, they, they say it's our rights. It's already. So, I, I, I think that we need to bring back that community aspect of it. You know, back in the day, if you did something and the neighbor saw it, oh, it was over with. Yeah, you in trouble. <laughs> they been calling him on you. You walking outside, one of your eyes at the neighbor because you in my business, basically. Yeah, I but think, I that, think we bring some discipline back into raising the kids and not let other. I think it's that the younger, young, the parents are younger and they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, people was getting married and having babies. They even younger. Cause no, we have I mean, babies like later in life. they, they are, they, they're having them younger, and it's like. They want to be their friend versus being their parent or being their, you know, or guiding them. They, they want to be somebody mm-hmm. that's going to uh, hang out with them instead of trying to teach them, you know, life lessons and stuff like that. Um, they don't and, want their kids to be mad at them. Right. And, and I don't know what because my mom didn't care. Didn't care. Well, Who? one way or the other, if you was mad. I don't care if you mad at me, but they don't want to be mad at them. And right. That's a lot of stuff that I see with the parents that I encounter. Yeah, because you're a teacher. Like, yeah. even, let me Ooh, ask you this. So, when you're different. teaching, and you teach at Murphy, so when you're teaching at school and then there's something that comes about and you bring it up to the parent, like, what type of experiences are you experiencing with the parents? Are they being proactive? Are they, are they trying to fix the issue? What What's going on with that? Some of them do. I'm not going to say it's all parents, but some of them don't care. Some of them try to, you know, talk to the child. Uh, most of the time it is the, the child that kind of like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And, of course, a lot of the parents side with their kids. But some of them are kind of like, you know, well, we, what we need to do to rectify the situation. Right. What we need to do to clear this up. Um, it's not all parents that feel like their child has to be right or that's not my child or, you know, but it is some parents. It is a handful of them that kind of um, size with their children. And that's what the, the no discipline and... Um, what do you call it when the child just is, is just freelancing um, and through life? No structure. No this? structure, right. There's no kind of structure. Um, it's a lot of that. It's a, it's a I, hand. I, I tip my head out to you because, like I was saying, like, there is no way <laughs> I could be a teacher. Not in this day and age. There's no way. Well, I try not to get personal with them anyway. Like, I try not to let it affect me. So, if your child is... I try not to take it personal when the parent sides with their child or when the parent doesn't kind of uh, do my recommendations for them, take mm-hmm. the phone or uh, allow them not to have their phone doing class mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I try not to take it personal. I tell them, I give my suggestions. I let them know what's going on with the child. Uh, I let them know what their grades are. I let them know, you know, um, their behavior. Yeah, and where they can go at, right. from this point. And so it's up to the parent to kind of take that information and move forward with it in their own manner. If they don't do what I recommend for their child or if they don't do, you know, what I suggest for them, then I don't take it personal. Right. I just have to kind of be like, okay, well, that's you know what you're that, dealing yeah, with. Yeah, I, I know you what know I'm what dealing with. You know how to with. handle it. Well, right. That's a good way because, you know, most definitely don't put your feelings involved in it because at the end of the day, that's something they're going to have to deal with for the rest of their life. Right. And you are there to help and prevent and guide them and try to prepare them for the future. If their mom is not willing to right. see that, then I'm not that's going to be their love. Right. I'm not there to be their parent. 
and the way the school system is going, this this whole transition to like virtual learning, and they're bringing it into the school where mm-hmm. you know they're using school in the classroom instead of just outside. teaching. Yeah, we're teaching with. So you're doing. Gym. So they have the option to um go uh virtual too this year. I believe they did. I think they did. Um. I can't remember because I started late. I can't remember if they. I know. I know they did in elementary. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they did for secondary. Either. Oh, but I know they did for elementary. And um, so do y'all? So you have to. So are you teaching like that class? Then you going back doing like the virtual part? No, of it? a lot of it is they're doing Schoology in class or. You know, they're doing the online. You have to upload all our lessons online now. Oh. So, we're just there to help them, basically. We're there to assist them so and guide them. The laptop the whole time. Yeah, basically. That's what they're Why doing. Why did they do that? Well, and it's they... not because they want to get them accustomed to doing this in case, you know. Pandemic. It, it, pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, how it was last year. Was, no, it was kind of chaotic. And, right. You know. But, see, that's the thing. I think, I think the school system is failing our babies because... This this is just my opinion because like um I with the schoology thing um it's it's kind of hard for the parents to kind of teach because me personally the way it's di- things are different they're not even adding the same way they used to add they're not yeah the everything is completely different so the way that I've been taught growing up, my baby is learning a whole nother way. So mm-hmm. I have to, I'm trying to teach them, you know, you know, when you add, put your little, mm-hmm. your little what them things called, your little dots, your whatever, decimals. your little one, two. No, they don't what? add that way. No, it's a whole, it's another, it's so many different ways and easier way. I'm like, why do you And that's that why thing? it's so, but that's why it's so important for the parents to be involved in, what, right. you know, in, in the parent teacher conferences, in the, you know, uh, what is it called? The... PTA, uh, PTA, yeah. right? The PTA program. It's very important that you have. A but see, a lot of parents can't. I mean, they can't go because of work. Right, right, and that's why virtual is this new. It's the new way. It's you the know new norm. It's the new. Yeah, it's so the new norm. So basically, we teach you Google them. Meet. You know, have you? You're not teaching them because they do have the teacher there for you know the the basis of the foundation for more support at this point. <laughs> not more. Because I'm telling you, like, I mean, I feel like for me with virtual is is there they don't have that hands on experience like they had. Mm-hmm. Like because with Cameron, for instance, when he was going to school, yeah, the teacher won't have that one on one time with him to teach him right like directly. So many people fail mm-hmm. virtual because they, their parents they just let them do it, but even parents don't care. Right. Not, not all parents. I'm one that care. Let's right. just be clear. But some parents, for the parent that don't care, that child that don't care either, then guess what? Nobody's going to care. You're and just see, gonna that's fall. something that the school system can't fix, though. Because my you nephew, he that's had... That's something that, that can't... The highest can't grade he had was a 14. Oh, child. He had a 14, oh, he, maybe he a 2 or 4. He right. didn't put his name on the paper and spell that right, I guess. Because at this point... I get zeros. I get 50. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm helping him out. You went, mm-mm. But... That's something that the the school system can't, you know. They can't control they can't, that. They can't fix that. They can't fix motivation. They can't fix. We can try to motivate you, but if you lack motivation and if you, you know, lack self uh, reliance and stuff like that, yeah, it, it, it starts with self. You can lead the horse to water, but you, but can't, you can't make, make him drink it. So it's right. like we giving y'all all the tools to success. You right. gotta be 
open and willing to to accept you gotta be open minded and accept what's being given to you what's being you know taught to you uh a lot of i I see a lot of kids you know just the excuse my french just the white man shit you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to learn this. And and that, whatever. I ain't never said that. Me either. <laughs> Girl, that, history and English, I hear that so much in history and English because they feel like they're learning the white man's language or they, you know. Because they, they've been lied to so much about history. Is, right. Learn and, English and go learn another language. And then my thing is, what language do you want to learn? Right. They just talk. They just don't want to do that. They don't want to do history that we're telling you now it's, it's only a basis high school is just the, the fundamentals it's nothing to be uh, uh to think that okay i can i can go far far in life with just a high school diploma you're not gonna go that far right. with a high school diploma and i'm not saying that and i'm not down to anybody who didn't who decided not to go to college hey that's fine because a lot of people can get out here in the workforce and work their ass off and make more accomplish that more. The, yeah, yeah, accomplish more than people who have graduated college. But I'm saying that the education, the education, if you want to, you know, um, do the if, basics, um, right? If you want to flourish your mind, if you want to, you know, uh, learn more, and if you want to maneuver successfully through America, you got to right, learn this white man history to right, understand you, what they're doing and what they did in the past and how exactly. that affects now. So you got to. If you want to be successful and be able to maneuver in this world, you 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 might call it the white man's history, but you live in America, so unless you finna move to Africa, you can learn they right. stuff. You can go learn their history in whatever particular c- country because it's fifty four of them. Hoes. Exactly. But, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, I thought like it's a different more power to you because honestly, just looking at my siblings. This generation sometimes acts like we owe them something. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like I be looking at my siblings like. They just don't know how <laughs> easy they got it. Like, yeah, we had it so, so hard. There's right. money in our household now. I was like, right. I remember, I remember um, some of my friends' parents, gave, they, you know, they paid for their phones and they had the free nights and weekends. Right. I was still over here like 10 cents per text mode because I was right. paying my stuff myself. Right. <laughs> Right. So it's like they act like we owe them something. And I'm like, y'all, y'all just don't know how privileged you are. They are, and we not, and and, and my siblings. And it's our school. fault. We, we still live in lower class. It's not like we up there with the white people. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you y'all are comfortable because there's black people that are way worse off than, than right. y'all. And y'all right. complaining. Yeah. But, but also, I want to talk about how um, going back to our mental illness discussion. I don't want to call this generation behind us weak, but a lot of them have committed suicide at a higher level. Than anybody from my generation ever did. You know when, why? When we, when we were their age. I think social media has a lot to do. Oh, it, it does. does. It does. <laughs> we, they, we yeah. didn't have that. We didn't we, have that wide range did. of access to all this stuff. I had my space right. at like in like seventh grade. Seven but it wasn't grade. my space. Wasn't nothing like the internet we have now. No, it's, right. it's not. It's not in the palm of your hands everywhere you go. It's so not. what I will say is that stuff that happens at school can come home with you. Right. Right. The bullying and stuff can come home with you. And, um. But sometimes. Some of the stuff I, some of the stuff I'm aware of that's bothering them, I'm like, yo, really, that's what you, that's what you mad about? But it does, it, it is social media. Some of them use social media to determine their worth. Oh, right. I, I didn't get enough that. likes, and that's why Instagram was like, we are gonna take away the ability for other people or for you to see likes or something because oh, at that point, because people, I'm tracking. It was, I don't know, if people killed themselves over likes, but people were very stressed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Over whether they got likes or not. And I'm like, Social media is a big one for for, right. for mental. Right. Determining. Yeah, and some it's yeah. addictive. Like. 
Some people has to be on a post and they every move mm-hmm. and they consume mm-hmm. to it. it. It's Leela. I'm not talking about you, but you do that too. But but for one, it's not media, so I'm good. For one, it's not say what I said. I make money off social media, so I'm good. I'm just saying, so <laughs> you the people don't have to know everything. We they, the people they know. don't. They don't know who I'm giving the goodies to. They don't know. Half the time, people think I ain't even. I don't even get. I'm just like y'all. Mm, yeah, this because I ain't posted. Because people be like, oh, do you? No, I, I definitely like dudes. I definitely got got a. What a minute, so yes, because what because I'm minute. single. People are like, oh, are you are you gay? No, mm, nah. <laughs> Did not know that. No, people make this not not that that's happened a lot, but you know people make that assumption about you know if they try to figure people out. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't got no man, so y'all go to that. That that's right. that don't, that don't even go together. Maybe you <laughs> wait on the right guy. Oh, I, I'm just like yo, we the the ratio of successful black women to men is the ratio ain't the same. We yeah. we we outnumbering them in certain areas, right. and if you're trying to find somebody of your equal stature, it's a little hard. White black men are dating outside their race at a higher rate than us. Then a lot of them are in prison. Then, you know, you got the ones that came out the closet and ain't hiding no more. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm, do we have to settle or what? Yeah. <laughs> but social media, social media can be good and bad. It's all about how you use it. How right. you use it. And you can more in a positive right, state. I got, I got, I was, you're a little sensitive with Beyonce. So that's like a I mental health thing for you. I'm with Chris Brown on that. I my social media is full of Chris Brown. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm about I to... feel you. No, you don't encourage that. Do not encourage that. I'm not encourage. Yes, I you are. Assistant Black Business is doing a pandemic. Okay. She's giving out scholarships to ABC. New graduates. I'm just saying. Next. That's part of her mental. That's a mental state for her. Anytime you take. Anytime I open Instagram and see my sister on. Got a whole picture of Beyonce on the side of her. It was her birthday. I was like, Lord Jesus, help my sister. No, you are not with her. See, it's not it's, doing it. So I'm what sorry. Is that? See, I, I do that with Chris Brown. Oh Audrey my God, what is this? Somebody is, their is. music. Their music gets you Speak through times. Yep. Like, it gets you through. Time it gets me through happy. time too. But at when the same sad, time, when you yeah, you can say all that. When you joyful, when you want to celebrate. You know who you talking? You know who you talking to? Yeah. You're not finna. But you can't say you ain't enjoy the concert when we went to see real estate. So I mean, it was like.
Beyonce and her know each other. Like, definitely, personally. definitely not. Yes! Yes! Tell my hand and song to me so we get to go. I'm just saying. See? Look at that. Oh my God. In her mind. But look, that's I saw so her 16 real. three times and 17 one time Jesus and Christ. six or five times in 2018. So I'm just like. Oh my God! We gonna go. We gonna go on tour again. So oh, we gonna go on tour. Like yeah, she we, and her. I did not. I hear The last I time, it. let me see. Huh? I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I said we because I just saw it five times on the last one. We 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 speaking. We were there. <laughs> I was there. She was there. Uh, DC, Atlanta, Atlanta, South Carolina, New Orleans. So I'm just playing with you. I just want you. I'm just playing with you. I'm just joking. I got. I, I got to buy into it. <laughs> I know. Right. You ain't gonna let it go. I just. I'm just playing. I know. How much you love this lady. <laughs> and that's fine. You yes. everybody needs their own little celebrity. No, they don't. Cause I, I don't I don't upset <laughs> nobody like I that. Do, but I go need on. mine. Um, I mean that's yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you can't You can't compare uh, what? Uh, what God says not idols. No. Like what is it? Because okay, for one you're listening to the music for right. certain reasons. It's, it's a not like it's reason. not. It's, it's not like it's, I'm worshiping. It's not like I'm worshiping an Instagram model. Them beehive. Them beehive people do worship Beyonce. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. Majority. Not all. Look at the one that's saying it though. Not she all of them. She was ready for the church. Yeah, some of them are minor bands. She's the main one. But what? Wait, 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 wait. What's considered worship? I'm not bowing down saying all her Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce gave us life. What happened is worship when that when that lady come out, y'all got the buzz. No, I ain't. First of all, wait a minute. I'm lying. She's going too far now. She's going too far now. We might have screamed and be like, ah! No, I promise you. I thought, like, what um, Y'all all did the same thing. I was like, oh my. It was probably like the God. singing or something. I'm getting the hell. <laughs> it was not no buzzing thing. It was probably a. Y'all all did the same thing. It probably was, it was a party concert that everybody knew was coming because by the time we seen it in New Orleans, right, but it was we like, seen all the clips of the previous show. But I'm saying, but it was like, it had to be everybody words. knew it. So I'm like, am I in the wrong spot? Get me out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a part of the concert that everybody was hyped about. Like, the get to the money was part. Very, very, um, you know, in, um, interesting. It was scary for me. Mm. It was scary. It was I a scary moment. That. You, I said something to you about it. Did I not? Yes, you probably hit. I wonder what part this was. You probably did hit. Because I was, I was, I was uh, probably partaking yeah, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, she was in the train. Um, she was already in the train. She was gone, baby. She was gone. I'm like, look. Don't listen to Brittany. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no choice but to like because you like them. But um, <laughs> let me get back to what I was going to say. Um, so I do want to talk about um, COVID a little bit. I want to touch on that. Um, have you guys been vaccinated? Yes. You have? Mm-hmm. Which one did you get? Pfizer? Mm-hmm. What you got, Lila Johnson? That's a Pfizer. Ooh, I was not going to get Johnson Johnson. Mm-hmm. I did my research. That, that percentage effective rate was too mm-hmm. low. Moderna, I, I didn't have a choice. It was what the VA gave me. I do mm-hmm. recommend, I mean, you guys go and get it. I got my first shot the other day. Oh, really? Um, yeah, you know and that? I was going to get it eventually, but I ended up getting the flu, which I'm glad I didn't get it because I don't know what kind of, you know, mixture that was mm-hmm. going to cause. But um, I do recommend people, I mean, they're going to force it upon us mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, right now, Biden is doing. If your company got over yes. a thousand employees, they either need to be vaccinated or they got to take a COVID test every week. Yeah, and then yeah. So, the, for the kids, the kids ain't gonna be able to go to school after once it become available to them for about a good six months to a year. You what, know how you got your blue card? It's gonna get yeah, added to the blue card yeah. requirement. But what age though? Because they they was only well, like twelve. Right, right now it's you gotta be twelve and older to take it. Um, mm-hmm. they they said I think by Halloween they might have something for five and between five and twelve. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Now, but, that's when I'm gonna be out. But my thing is, um, my child, my child act right for the flu shot. And then my thing is, you know, people might be like, I want my kid to take it, but I'm like, so what you gonna do? You gonna stay home from work and homeschool them? Because school is a form of daycare for some people, right? So it's like we've been having, we've been have some issues. In the well, I don't think they should mandate it for the kids. But the kids, well, but, but the way they, but the way they getting sick in the hospital right now, this new variant is attacking them. Yeah. So they put some out for the kids. But you know basically. what? Well, I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, no. It, it made when the pandemic laugh. first mm-hmm. happened, you know, everybody was, all the kids was at home. For real, for real. We really wasn't exposing them unless your parents took you out. And because we went back to school when the Delta variant was live and popping, I don't know. I feel like that might be a cause. Because we, you know, they locked everything up quick when it first happened because they didn't know about it. I think instead of them shutting everything down like they did the last time, they just going to let it go. Like oh, yeah, we already fly. And we already then whatever happens, happens to kind of see if we're going to build some immunity towards it yeah. because us separating and putting masks on and that's killing our, you know, ability Immune to system. fight off diseases. Yeah. So I just feel like. I just want to know why the, why the hell the vaccine make your own feel like, you know, a little chip going in there. Yeah. It was a little chip going in there. No, like, you know you what? Like you got when you got it. It no, the next shot. day. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, it was. Well, so, I'm I trying to figure out what, why. I don't think you got shots in a while because the shots nah. I got in my arm before I got out the army. Nah, that ain't got nothing to do with it. I got shots in 16 to 17 and my arm hurt it. Not like that. When last time you got shot? My, my arm ain't never hurt like that. When last time you got shot? I got shot the other day when I got this COVID okay, shot. Okay, no, before that, it's only about 10 years. No, I'm pretty sure I got a shot. Before. I got um a steroid shot. For what? Can I, can I, do you want me to put out my picture? <laughs> God, Dang, I just know I got the shot. Look, at that point, I can figure out the time. Like, I did get a shot, but it was in my butt. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just stung a little bit, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. It, I mean, didn't, my, it didn't hurt um, like that. In our 20s, I got some shots in my later half of my 20s. When you got to deploy, they give you, like, they don't do, you just, that's one reason why I had no problem taking a shot. I've been, hey, you got about four shots. Yeah, you the shot don't bother me. Shots don't bother me. Your arm hurt right now, though? No, it, just, it healed. Um, for, it, it hurt for like a whole twenty-four hours. My eyes was hurting really bad. My mm. eyes was hurting. I couldn't look at my computer screen. Um, and then my ear was kind of sore, but my arm and my eyes—that was some of my side effects. Now I that was, was just, just the first tired. one. That second one, I'm afraid of because that's when people get really sick. No, I didn't get sick from the second one. People get I, fever. I, and I was just tired. That's all. I was living more tired. Like, you know how it feel when your period come on yeah. and you feel tired and fatigued. I, I, that's and, not me. I'm the total opposite. Oh, well, see, I feel like running I get a damn mile. And so, it, that's how it felt. Like, man, I'm tired. Like, I'm just sleepy. That was it. Your chip probably was already inside you. <laughs> your chip probably was already inside of you. Um, it's chill. <laughs> Best believe. I don't know because I'm just, it's just something they put that way up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it way up here. Why? Yeah. I don't. I don't trust it, but I still got it. But I'm. I'm encouraging you guys to get. 
to get the shot. Yes, mm-hmm. please do. Because my brother in the hospital, and it ain't, and I knew. There's no beds. I, I we knew going in. I pay attention to the news, even though people be like, oh, they be trying to scare us or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. talk to your medical friends. The people in the hospital, they want, they the ones with the 411. And ain't no beds at USA. They got makeshift rooms set up in the ER, in the emergency room. And it's because all the rooms taken up by COVID patients, and the majority of them, like ninety percent of them are unvaccinated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yo, people. I mean, and, and uh, don't get wrong, the vaccination you it you it won't prevent you from getting COVID, right. but, it'll but, it, but it'll help you. But it'll help you not get hospitalized. Right, for the most right. Part, um, for the most part, people are still dying with the vaccine. So I mean, it's kind of like nine to ten. Nine to ten. Yeah, it's yeah, nine to ten. I mean, too. like I don't know the the. I, I mean, what I'm saying is so like people still confident. die. I feel it's so the, much more confident it's the that I'm vaccinated. I swear I do. I don't care. That's the everybody just go ahead and get it and just stop being so scared and, and stop reading and looking into everything you're scaring yourself because you're reading into mm-hmm. or looking into this stuff that's not true and factual um if you if you scared do your own research and then find a reason not to do it but don't do it just because you heard somebody say oh you're being micro trip you're being tracked well your phone tracking anyway your tv listening to you they already doing it so next what don't Make an excuse because you heard something in the street. Read, right. do your research so you'll know for yourself. 
The chip is the phone, if anybody wants to know. Yeah, it's in my oh, arm, too. Because, you know, it's not in your phone. <laughs> you know how you feel lost without your phone? If you, I left my phone at home one day. And I could say that I felt... You ain't turn around. I, I ain't turn around. No, baby, I I'm not you turn in the middle of the street. That's how you know you accept the chip. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it's that I need my phone, but we got kids. You know what I'm saying? And that's true. If something happened, if someone needs to communicate communicate with you, um, you know, that's true. How? I left it at home though. But I, I, I don't care home. if I done made it to work and my phone is not with me. I'm hitting the U-turn in the middle of the world. But mm-hmm. one time I did wait. I did wake. I was like, well, somebody called me. Oh well, they got my work phone. It's yeah. Not. I waited till my lunch break and went home and got it. I but you didn't go home at all. Mm-mm. Nope. I know yeah. you were tripping. You was. I wasn't. I did feel a little crackheadish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you did. I know I you did. did feel a little crackheadish, but at the same time, I needed to know that I can do this without a phone. You know what I'm saying? That I can go a day without. A, <laughs> you had to tell yourself. I had to tell. I had to motivate myself yeah. to just be it, like. It's you all in your do, head. Yeah, it is. Because and when I got home, you know how many missed calls and messages I had? How many? None. Oh, well, you was fine. And you so, said, ain't, nobody, uh, yeah. ain't nobody checking for you, so. Well, nobody checking for me. <laughs> so, it really didn't even matter. Jesus. But I, I get it, because I think I got a problem with just randomly. Yeah. It become, looking at this noise. Mm-hmm. It become like. I feel like I'm disconnected from the world. When you don't have your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it she is. really feel like she disconnected. I know. she always on her phone, on her laptop. Man. What's going on? Like, as a future politician. Like, uh, California that. just had elections yesterday, and I, and I was kind of confused. It was a recall election. So, I have to know what's going on in the world. Plus, okay, I want to start investing. Can you you got to know what's on, going on in the news. Can you come on, turn on the news? Who got time to say? See, I, no, you got to have time. No, but no, but when, <laughs> when we leave in the morning, I be coming here at midnight. I ain't watch no Netflix or no whole TV show in the day. It's oh, no time to watch nothing. I'm saying there's no time for me to watch nothing. Because you don't make time. You, you but people, yeah, social media people make, make time. People make time for what they want. Right. right. That's relationship wise, work wise. Right. Just daily activities, your kids, your husband, your spouse. You gotta make time for what you want. And trust me. But we saying I don't make time with all the stuff I do? No, because you come you put too you cram too much into it. So you don't make time probably for self. You probably So right there, that's what I don't do. And what and I gotta do a lot right now because when I go to law school, I'm gonna slow down. And not be as involved, so I gotta and do as time. much. Uh-huh. She's saying like it's gonna. It seemed like that's what she's well, saying. No, well, so when I was in school, I guess grad school don't count because I was deployed. Um, but even in undergrad, I was in every black club and played two sports. So I, I'll be in school. She made an initiative to join every black. She didn't have to do that. Mm. Well, when you go to a school that's six percent black, you want to make sure every, you're. I know. Like, that's you want to make sure that you know if. The last time they had a solid Black History program was in 2012 when I was there. You got to make sure that your your presence is felt felt at that school because they consider it to be a white a white male school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She didn't get this podcast, did he? No, it's on the phone. Well, um, hopefully she don't need no ride because I'm on the other side of town. Lord we gonna uh, wrap this thing. Up. Didn't really hit on everything about mental health today, but most definitely. Yeah, you ain't tell your story. Most definitely take mental health seriously. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have a story, but you know, I'll get back with you on that to be continued. That that that. Um, y'all can uh, <laughs> say something good. to the people. I, I, uh, I talk to the people. My closing statement would be as a black community, I just feel like we should try to pay more attention to mental health and take it serious. And when we see someone struggling with it, you know, 
acknowledge that you see it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who's struggling with it, you know, just know it's 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 the new norm for it not to be something that's taboo. You know, people you, don't feel weak if you have an issue. Seek the help that's needed. And um, let's try to maneuver through this world without having a mindset of, oh, we must be strong. Mm, I just have to say that you're not alone. Don't ever feel like you're alone. Uh, there are people out here who are willing to, you know, help you cope with things that you go through. Um, you know, just kind of set yourself aside, yourself, you know, and just kind of, um, know that things will get accomplished. This is not, this doesn't last forever. Mindful, be mindful. Be very mindful Mm -hmm. of your situation. Um, so that... You know, it doesn't destroy you in a manner that could, you know, hurt, you know, other people that's around you. So if you know anyone that is experiencing any of these symptoms that we spoke about today or having suicidal thoughts, don't hesitate to call 911 or your local emergency number immediately. Call your mental health specialist. Call a suicidal hotline. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-TALK or 800-273-8255 or use its web chat on suicidepreventionlifeline.org slash chat. So let's get out and vote like our mental health depends on it. I want to say rest in peace to LaVon Mancy. He unfortunately passed away recently due to an ongoing health issue he was having before I was able to release this podcast. So I want to send my condolence out to his family and his mother. He was one of the guys that was running for city council and he was still, um, he was going to be in a runoff that took place on October 5th. So I most definitely want to give my um, condolence um, to him and his family. So like always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, it's always easy with Breezy. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe and check out my website. BrittanySingleton.com. Peace out. Love you guys.